It's Us. I'm Nicole, and I'm the mom. And I'm Mira, and I'm the daughter. And this is Adulting But Not Grown Up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. How's it going, Mira? Uh, it's going okay. okay. I uh, accidentally stayed up until 7 a.m. I was going to say, aside from you're not sleeping. Yeah, I accidentally stayed up until 7 a.m. I wanted to finish the chapter that I was doing in school so that I could, like, go to sleep, and then when I woke up, it would, like, the next step would be opened, like, someone would have checked it already, but I forgot it was the long weekend, so it's not opened yet, and now I'm bummed out because I wanted to do more tonight. <laughs> That's what you did, staying up till 7 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, I, I got on a roll. I needed to finish. Are you neglecting to tell me something that you're a vampire? Maybe. <laughs> just check. Um, hey, so today we're going to talk about listen schedules. How exciting. Mary looks super stoked about it. Actually, she looks a little pasty and tired. But I do look a little pasty and tired. I will admit that. I took the time to put on eyeliner, wings, and mascara today and brush my hair and my teeth. And that's about it. And you made your eyebrows blue. I think my eyebrows are blue from yesterday, actually. So. That's gross. You should wash your face before you go to sleep. I do wash my face before I go to sleep, I guess. I, I don't know. I like I put like a, like a wax kind of in my eyebrows to hold the pigment in. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it just doesn't come off I guess you can give it a little scrub I could but I don't know I guess I'm just more focused on like the actual physical like foundation on my cheeks I guess I don't know did I tell you the last time I went to the chiropractor and I was laying like face down on the bed and they've got that little paper sheet and I looked up and there was like my eyeliner and my mascara stuck in eye prints (laughs) on the paper your eyeliner was left behind yeah a little stamp yeah it just stayed right there it all peels off on the paper (laughs) So I've... the last time I did not wear eyeliner, I still wear mascara and my face still stuck to the paper, but it was less. I have noticed that before, actually, that when I've gone to like chiropractors and stuff, or like just laid down on like that sterile paper stuff, like my mascara sticks to it. I don't know if it's the paper. I don't know if it's me being nervous being in a doctor's office and I'm just sweating. <laughs> and your eyelashes. My eyelashes sweat. are sweating up a storm over there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I have noticed the stickiness. Yeah. Not a fan. Sometimes, like, a little spot of foundation will be, like, rubbed off my forehead (laughs) or something, too, and it's, like, good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, hey, okay, so anyways. Schedules. Okay, so are you a paper or electronic schedule user? I find that I try to schedule on my electronics because I feel like I'm more likely to listen to it if it's, like, beeping in my face and Mm -hmm. being, like go change your fish tank water or like it's time to feed the cats or like it's vacuuming day or the day to clean the bathroom I feel like I'm more inclined to do so if it's like my phone beeping at me or like an alarm going off kind of thing but I feel more organized if I'm doing it on paper I'm strictly paper because I'm really bad with my cell phone it's probably out of batteries as we speak yeah I I Cole was I, actually saying today, like, your mom never got back to me on this thing. I was like, surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh, it's probably sitting not charged in my purse. I'm really not good with cell phones. I read a stat the other day that, on average, people check their cell phones 80 times a day. Mm-hmm. And um, that's probably, like, my yearly average. I would say that's about right. Like, every three to four days is probably when I look at my phone. I was going to say. Like, yeah, and then usually it's out of batteries. So more than, like, it. once a week, but not quite twice. <laughs> I'm not good with it. So... Anyways, needless to say, I'm a paper all the way person. Plus, I have a thing for paper products that I love them. Yeah, we both kind of do. We're both a little obsessed with stationery. I have, uh, I would say, about 30 blank notebooks and, like, several pencil cases full of different kinds of pens, like gel pens and felt-tip pens and, like, all different brands and stuff. Same. Different brands have different colors. Even if they look the same on the outside, they're different when you draw. So, (laughs) 
All right. Yeah, and just like them. I'd also like to add on the cell phone front that uh, a little while ago my mom told me that uh, she doesn't have a voicemail and that those just go away when the symbol shows up for her. And I was like, well, they expire if you don't check them. But I mean, they're still there because when I check my phone, like if I haven't checked my voicemail for a while, it'll be like, you have three expired messages and then it'll play them for me. I'm just wondering if we check if it'll be like, you have 147 expired messages. I probably do. I have no idea how to retrieve Call your own phone number. That's how you get to your voicemail if you don't want to call, like, the voicemail number. I feel like I used to know how to do this, and now it's... Okay. Now I don't. You used to know how to do that with your flip phone with the full keyboard or with your phone that had the calculator screen and could take out a mugger? Which one? The one I have now. I feel like at the beginning I knew how to do that, but then I forgot, and it's just not a good way to get a hold of me. What is? Friggin' pigeon? The actual phone. (laughs) Okay, but the problem is is that sometimes I call the actual phone and then you pick it up and you're like, I'm busy right now. Why did you pick up the phone? <laughs> you're like, I'm actually just about to eat dinner. It's if boy. you're just about to eat dinner, don't pick up the phone and call me back later. Like, if it's an emergency, I would call 911, not you. <laughs> like, Alright. <laughs> Noted. Like, you know, if you're, if you're painting your nails right now and it's a hassle for you to talk on the phone, pick it up in five minutes and call me back. <laughs> I just think it's weird, dude. Like, half the time when I call you, you pick up and you're like, oh, I'm doing this. And I'm like, okay, but the manners of you saying, yeah, actually, I'm busy right now. See ya, sucker. It's kind of worse. (laughs) Like, proper manners, I'd say, is being like, you know, me calling you and you not picking up is me being like, hey, I want to talk to you and you're busy right now. And then you calling back is being like, I'm no longer busy and can now speak. Are are you also not busy? (laughs) All right. Well, people text each other, man, because okay, you, well, you it's know not what? a phone call. You have to get right at the same time when both of you are not busy. You can text them back three hours later when you're not busy, and if they're busy, then they'll text you back in two hours. I grew up in an era before <laughs> before answering machines even existed, so you always <laughs> answered the phone. There was no, I'm not going to answer it this time. You always answered it, so just saying. That's fair. All right. Answering machines with tapes are funny to me. Looking at the pictures and stuff, like with yep. the actual cassettes in them. Like, I have I one of those the little mini cassettes. <laughs> I had that. It was cutting edge when I got it. <laughs> yeah, um. there's a couple of shows that are like, you know, the 70s setting, and it's like people are getting their answering machine, and it's like, this is what NASA uses, and they're all like excited about it. It's a big deal kind of thing. Yeah. They're like showing it off to their friends. Like, I cannot pick up the phone and still know you call. <laughs> well, also when I grew up, we had a party line, so the entire road mm, I yep. lived in on shared a phone line. Yeah, you've told me about so, that before. And also the computer that took up a whole room that everyone was jealous of and everyone in the town didn't take up a to. whole room. It was you, large. You were though. like, it's a big ass computer. It took up basically a whole ass room. <laughs> no, we had an office. I'm just, it didn't take up the whole room. It's not like it was the kind that. So the supercomputers of the yeah. 1940s. It was an Apple II. A touring II. computer. It was an Apple IIe. It was like the first home computer. It was a touring wall-sized <laughs> supercomputer. But, you know, if you picked up the phone, the lady down the street might be on the phone, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to wait. So we had an egg timer. We had three minutes to be on the phone. As soon as the phone rang, the egg timer got turned over. So, yeah. It's ingrained. It's ingrained. I read a thing I don't a while know if ago about change. farmers attaching their like phone handsets to uh, their barbed wire fences and it acted as a party line like all 20 of them could 
talk on the phone and hear each other kind of thing. And it helped them battle depression on their like, you know, farms twenty acres away from the the next farm kind of thing. It helped them like not be so alone kind of thing and be like, Hey, my cow's stuck out in the ditch. Glenn, can you come help me kind of deal, I bet, you know? Smart. I know, right? Yeah. I was thinking, like, who would have thought, like, hey, I wonder if I put these wires on these wires, if instead of dying and being electrocuted, I'll instead I'll be able Glenn. to talk to my buddy. <laughs> okay, so anyways. On the note of organizing weird phone lines. <laughs> ah, connection. See? Look at me go. Um, okay, so I personally use a paper-based schedule, and I always I'm have... better at doing it. I feel like I'm better at doing it. Like, I feel like I will be if I use a cell phone. But I am better if I use paper. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love the day planner. Oh, but God, I'm, me too. Because they're just, I just love them, and I love finding like the perfect one. But I don't use it to its fullest potential because mm-hmm. I don't know why I just don't. I have a good intention at the start of every year when I buy a new day plan, day timer. But um, I do just, too. And then it's like I did like I think the last day planner, the days that I did in my notebook was like. April 14th like that week or something and I, I was know. just like but I will tell you how like RIP the month of May <laughs> I will tell you how I do use it though so okay so what we have in our house is we have a family calendar mm-hmm. that's like month at a glance thing yeah. that sits on our kitchen counter that everybody uses and I put I don't put my work schedule in there because my work schedule is always the same but I put my husband's in there because he works shift work and I need to know yeah. where he is and who's yes. going to pick up our five-year-old and that kind Good of thing plan. so that's all in there um, then, of course, like appointments, um, activities, you know, all that kind of stuff goes in there. When we were younger, we put in uh, what weeks uh, my stepdad's kids would be at this house and what weeks they would be at their mom's house. Yeah, so so I could, we, we could kind of keep track of. Well, and so I could like plan their dentist appointments. Yeah, kind it's of stuff a lot easier to plan three were. weeks in advance if you know where the kid is. <laughs> yeah. And, and then another thing that I strongly suggest doing is either you pick a day, one a week, like one day a week that you're going to pay bills on or you actually put each bill in the calendar to say you know phone bills do this day mm-hmm. car payments do this day or whatever yeah. just so that you you see it and you're not late because mm-hmm. rather than it's a dumb thing to just be late on the bill when you have the money sitting there because you forgot about it not that I haven't done it but yeah. a few months ago I thought I had paid all my bills and I paid none of them oh no yes so <laughs> then I had to pay them all double which really sucked so if you look at and so like lists and schedules are kind of intertwined in that you have your list of like stuff you need to do and I've always kept like a small notebook in my purse or like with me at all times mm-hmm. and I I divide it up by like things to do, things to buy and things to kind of check out, investigate, whatever. Yeah. And I used to do it, like, by the page. Like, I'd put a heading at the top of each page, like, this is my to-do list, this is my Mm, buy list, this is my investigate list. Now I do it by symbols. I use, like, a dash when it's something I have to buy, Mm. a dot when it's something that I need to do, and a little at sign when it's something I need to, like, check into. Like, look into the kind of winter boots I want to buy, or, you know, find out what that quote of Maya Angelou's is whatever the thing is or yeah. that I want to just like research or look into it or whatever um instead of doing a little pen symbols I personally uh write all of my to-dos to buys whatever all in like one mega list mm-hmm. all in black pen usually and I usually use ballpoint just just for a for a reference and then I get like kind of 
the more transparent washi tape, the paper tape, and I put that over to color code it because highlighter can smear, markers can smear it, and I find that I, I get discouraged when my list looks messy. So if I'm like color coding it with the washi tape, and then like if you decide like, actually I don't know if I wanna buy these shoes, maybe I should look into it a little more, and you wanna change from like a to buy to a look into, then you can remove the washi tape. You don't have to like scribble out a symbol or make your dot bigger to cover a dash kind of thing. Plus washi tape is pretty Plus fun. Plus washi tape is really fun, and you can yeah. be like, I'm going to use yellow for my to buy on this list, and, you know, mm-hmm. exciting. Well, and then the thing I find that's handy about that is, because I've got that little notebook with me all mm-hmm. the time, if something pops into my head, it's not like, oh, i got to remember to write that we need toothpaste on the grocery list or whatever. I just pull that out, and I write toothpaste on the list, and that can be next to winter boots and um that I need to drop off a book at the library you know what I mean like it's just your ongoing list of all the stuff that you need to have happen in your life and then when you go to the grocery store or drugstore or whatever you've got all your stuff on there that you can say oh you know mine's my symbol so I go down oh here's all the dashes and here's all the things I need to buy at, at the store or whatever yeah my um my issue with carrying a book around all the time is that I find that sometimes I have the notebook and not a pen. I like, I, I don't know, I, I'll take the pen out, I'll use it for something, I won't put it back, and then I have the notebook in there and not the pen. So I always have my, two pens. So. I, I know you always have two <laughs> pens. I actually do remember that from being like a kid and it always being like, mom has two pens in her purse. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I just, I find that sometimes I I end up without a pen, and then if I'm, like, at the grocery store with a grocery list, then I get, like, I get anxiety because I can't cross things off, and then I'm like, did I get tomatoes already? Oh my god, where am I in the store? And, like, I just, I get, I get, like, really stressed out, and it makes me feel like not going grocery shopping. So, my, my, uh tip and trick for the for the youngins out in the world is uh, I actually downloaded a note taking app on my phone mm-hmm. I think mine is the chroma notes one so that one's a, a, an android one a google play one unsure if you can get it on apple but you can make checklists and you can just like take notes kind of thing okay. so when you take the checklists you can like physically cross the things off and they kind of like go grayscale and Okay. get a dash through them so idea. I find that it's a lot easier for me to like not have to remember to carry a pen and for it to physically like go away from my list so that I can see all the things that are left mm-hmm. I find that that's a lot easier and I get a lot less discouraged because I find that if one thing goes wrong for me I just like have a panic attack I get stressed out and I don't want to do those things anymore so if my list is disorganized I'm like I'm just not gonna clean today like if I can't find my pen I'm like well fine I just won't buy this thing I guess I don't need it like if I can't find leggings in my size at Walmart I'm like I guess I don't need pants I'll just be naked forever then and I'll throw a tantrum in Walmart and I'll knock the clothes over not really but (laughs) it seems excessive it seems excessive but like I like I get so stressed out when things like don't go the way I want them to in my head and it will like totally discourage me from doing that so if you're that way like find a way around that my way is like if I don't have the pen I will not make the list so I have the phone app so that I can cross it off without a pen and it's always with me and it's usually charged so unlike you unlike you (laughs) yeah well I mean it's the whole thing it comes back to like you know setting up your life so that you've got a system that works for you and you're organized and you know what's going on yeah because it's the same thing as like when we talked about with the banking it's just having that system and doing it that way so that you're you're on top of it all the time because if you look at it there's 168 hours in a week yeah and if you take the average person works 40 hours a week if you minus that off that leaves you with 128 hours Mm -hmm. if you minus eight hours a night of sleep 
that still leaves you with 72 hours of free time in a week. I'd say 10 hours on the weekend, sleep in a little bit, but you know. But still, on the average, that's what people but usually do. But on average, you still got a chunk of time left there. <laughs> so, you, you know, when you think about that, that's 72 hours of free time a week. That's a lot of time. And, and you like, were always rushing yeah. around and being like, I have no time, I can't do this, I can't. Obviously, you are going to take out time for like eating and yeah. you know like there are things in your day that do add up because if like you look at a whole week how much time does it take you to like get dressed in the morning when you can't figure out where your socks are kind of thing like you know it does well, add up but at the same time you still hours got lot, 72 hours like if it takes you 40 hours to screw around you still have 30 hours left that's almost a full-time job yeah I know and it's <laughs> like you know and so when you think about stuff like oh I don't have time for you know an exercise class or an activity mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. a whatever it's all about like looking at your schedule and really organizing the time in that 72 hours because if you think about like that you're going to go to a whatever an art class for an hour a week mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's one out of 72 hours like when yeah. you look at it yeah. that way yes of course you can pick one yeah, out of 72 hours to budgeting your time effectively yeah, and prioritizing know? what's important to you and putting it on there mm -hmm. and so so I would say that for me I've got that um notebook list that I carry with me everywhere where I can and it's the thing too of like getting the stuff out of my head where something you know I'm at work and it pops into my head oh I've really got to research after school programs for my five-year-old instead of that just sitting there in the back of my head all day don't forget to do that don't forget mm -hmm. to do that I pull out that notebook I write it down and then I can go back to what I'm doing and not yeah. have that just you know I, or or what I do all the time is there's three things I need at the grocery store I don't need to write that down. Oh, I'll remember three things. And I stand in the grocery store. Okay, we needed bread. We needed orange juice. And I don't remember what the third thing is. All the time I do it. But, you know, just like really write it down. Because even if it's three things, I will forget one thing. On, on the note of me getting really stressed out about stuff, I find that if I think about something that I need to do and then I don't write it down and I forget it, I will be so stressed out until I can remember what well, that thing is. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I know there's a thing, and I can't remember what the <laughs> thing is. Like, it's not even really that for me. It's like, it's more like the panic of, like, what if it's something that needs to get done in a certain time span, and I'm and missing that it. time slot because yeah. I can't remember what it is. Because, like, I just, like, sometimes I get into a dead panic feeling like there's something that I need to do mm -hmm. because I haven't been writing things down and I've just been kind of like absent-mindedly doing stuff and I kind of have to like run through a list of like I have all my medication and I don't need to go to the pharmacy like I have enough cat food for the cat mm -hmm. there are like none of them need to go to the vet like I kind of need to run through everything of like do I owe anybody money does anybody owe me money like yeah. and I kind of have to like think through all of the possible things that could you know be stressing me out subconsciously and yeah. sometimes when I run through the list and realize that there's nothing there I just calm down and I'm like all right it was yeah. nothing like and it's just gone you know it's like forgetting something when you're packing to go yeah, away for so the weekend it, it's like I know I'm I feel like I'm forgetting something and then you weren't really forgetting anything yeah and then you get to the point where you know what if I forgot my toothbrush I'll just buy another toothbrush when I get there I know there. right like yeah. what grand scheme of things are you not going to be able to find a belt in Mexico probably not like <laughs> Exactly. Like so, the Bahamas have pants. You can <laughs> you can live. <laughs> so so with mine anyway. So I've got my my notebook. That's my ongoing life list. Ongoing of all list. I've got my family calendar. That's the one got that all you our match up. appointments, activities, bill payments, every mm -hmm. and my husband's schedule. All mm -hmm. gets laid out on there. And then what I use my own day timer for is is the stuff that I need done, and I I make up my list at the start of the week, like on mm -hmm. Sunday night or Monday morning, because I have Mondays off, um, I will make up 
a week-long list of things that I need to get done that week. And it's, you know, it's those things like, okay, I need to make a hair appointment and I need to um, get that book back to the library and I need to wash the floors and I need to, you know, like kind of all the things of for the course of the week that I want to get done. And then I, on a day, I'll look at the, you know, say I do that on a Sunday and then Monday I look at that list and I'm like, okay, for Monday, here's the things I'm going to do. And I try and get it down to, you know, three things that I have to get done. Like maybe the dentist office is only open until noon today and I need to phone, but you know, whatever the, the things that I have to get done or this floor is really disgusting and I really need to wash it today. Two things I'd like to get done but the world's not gonna get crash come crashing down if I don't. And yeah. then one thing that's for me, like I am going to read for half an hour or I am going to whatever, you know, something that's just my own time. So that's kind of what I try and do on a daily basis and then refer back to that week long list and try and get through things. And there's some things at the end of the week that I don't get through everything. And so I carry that over to the, the start of yeah. the next week and keep it going again. And then a tip with that is whatever your days list is, eat the frog first. So there's like a quote somewhere that's like, if you eat a frog first thing in the morning, it's the worst thing you'll do all day. So it's basically that. Whatever is your worst, ugliest thing on your list that you're dreading doing, just do that first and get it out of the way. And if there's two frogs, eat the ugliest frog first. Just rip it off. Because like, you put it off and then it's seven o'clock at night and nobody wants to do the the worst thing. The worst yeah. thing at seven o'clock at night. So then you don't do it, right? You're more sort of energetic and whatever in the mornings, and you're like, okay, let's just get it done. Or, well, you know. Maybe morning people. I don't know. I'm more of a night person, and I find that my like real energy spike comes at like 4 p.m. And, you know, like, yeah. well, it depends, I, right? I can totally stay up until like six in the morning, and like, that's when I'll start to get like naturally tired. Because you're a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm like, I'm like a chronic night person. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just like. I'm more of a night know. person too. I try not to be because the world doesn't operate because like the that. world doesn't work like <laughs> the rest that. of the world's awake I, during the I day. I read a thing a while ago that was like proposing that perhaps humans had evolved because like we are kind of pack animals, right? Like mm -hmm. you know, evolutionarily, humans would have been like pack creatures, and um, you know if half of us are sleeping then half of us would be awake and keeping watch kind of thing so oh. maybe night and morning people evolved as like you know the night people were the ones keeping watch at night and awake at night and they evolved to be better at that which is kind of why you see like families of night people and families of morning people Interesting. and like you know sometimes there's the odd one out like you get a night kid in there and everyone else is up at the crack of stupid doing whatever but yeah. <laughs> and they're like leave me alone it's not 11am yet <laughs> Huh, that's but interesting. I think that's interesting. I wanted to look more into it, but... You, you know. could put that on your investigate list. <laughs> oh, my investigation list. <laughs> I also did want to, like, touch on the fact that, like, it's pretty prevalent in our society and culture for, like, a work ethic to be really highly sought after. It's a really, like, you know, it's a big deal for us to be, like, really well scheduled and to be able to work really hard and staying after hours at your job and, like, putting your all into it is considered, like, a really good thing. But realistically, putting your, like, whole into everything and, like, getting three hours of sleep every night because you have this job and you're, like, scheduling all the time and you have to have 17 hours of, like, actually physically doing things constantly all day, like, it takes a toll on 
one people, you know? It's not a bragging contest when you're in college of like, I only got three hours of sleep studying for my exam. Well, I'm writing a thesis and I slept for 25 minutes between crying breaks. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like it shouldn't be like a bragging right competition. Like even when you're in high school, it's like, oh man, I only slept for four hours last night. I'm gonna tank this test. Like, that's a thing you hear people yeah. do. Like people are bragging about not getting enough sleep and about like working too hard to be able to function properly in society. Yeah. That's not something to brag about. Take a moment out of your day. Like you said, schedule that half hour to read a book, do a face mask, take a shower, get your nails done, whatever it is that you need to do. Like have some time for self care. It is important to schedule properly into be able to work properly with your time that you're given and but also yeah. it's important to take care of yourself and to not put a lot of you know it's not everything to work hard well it's and not I think everything to have you know from the mom perspective thing. too it's like taking that time out for yourself instead of just doing stuff for your family all the time definitely and, yeah. and making I sure that, that everything is taken care of there and stuff like that but once you have a kid, everything becomes about your kids until they hit, like, four years old. And then, well, like, and, you, you know, know you're, like, you constantly can't. in contact with them because, yeah. like, you can't leave them alone. And when you do leave them alone, they're like, Mom, what are you doing? And sticking yeah. their hands and rulers <laughs> into the bathroom. Fingers coming into the bathroom so. door. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no privacy unless you lock the bathroom door for, exactly. for five and minutes. Then they're shoving stuff under, and they're like, pass me my toy car back. But I, <laughs> I also get paws under the door. Yeah, I get that too. Little cat fingers, paws. cat and dog. And, and I'm like, I see you, I will be out momentarily. But yeah, it's just, I think it's that thing too, is like where you get in this thing of, and I think that's another like kind of stupid badge of honor thing of like, I do everything for my family and nothing for myself, you know? And I think that follows along those same lines of the work ethic thing of like, really that you're sacrificing everything for them. And I don't think it's healthy either. I think you need to put into your schedule that kind of self-care, like whether it's your job mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. you're, you're a parent or whatever the thing is like, put that in your schedule that there's something that you do for yourself and yeah there's stuff I need to get done and stuff I'd like to get done but also things for that that's just for me yeah like there's be, 72 hours be in tune with uh you know what your body's telling you if you're like dead tired if you're getting headaches all the time like your body's telling you you need to cool it and you need to you know take a break relax a little bit drink some water eat a vegetable whatever <laughs> treat yourself with sleep yes take a nap you know <laughs> Take a nice yeah. cold shower, whatever it is that you need, like, you know, take inventory every once in a while and, you know, you need to, you need to reevaluate. Yeah. Also, on the note of your, like, thing of uh, moms specifically, you know, and needing, needing to take that time and the fingers under the door and whatever, I think it's super weird that I see, like, a lot of grown-ass adult couples being, like, oh, my husband is so great, he, I can't believe he, you know, took the time out of his day to watch the kids for three hours so I could take a shower and a nap. Your husband is parenting, wow, surprise, surprise, he kind of signed on for that, like, I just, I don't know, I think it's so weird, it seems like, it's, it's like, 2019, and it's a it gift for men to look after their kids sometimes still, and it's like, you're not babysitting these are your own children yeah, that's like, not babysitting that's parenting yeah it's yeah. not babysitting it's parenting but I just think it's weird I see a lot of women that are like so overwhelmed by parenting constantly by keeping the house clean by cooking all the time and you know by doing all of these things and like not to be not to harp on the sexism <laughs> feminism guitar over here but, but uh, the thing is it's 2019 in most households both parents work full-time jobs yeah, so exactly. split full-time and I still see like too. actual I still see men sometimes be like I don't like coming home after I've worked 
12 hours and like it's messy in here and I don't have dinner and people are like does your wife work a full-time job too and he's like well yeah but and it's like okay so she hasn't been there either she hasn't been there either and and you know even if you work two more hours than she does she's you know is she really going to be able to cook you a four-course meal and clean the whole house before you get home probably not she's going to want to shower and take off her work pants and you know take off her bra probably yes but i don't know i think it's weird i see a lot of you know yeah people being overwhelmed by caring for children and taking care of a house and it not being recognized as a job because it is it is is a job to like take care of and i don't try to be like housewives are like that's a real job kind of thing like but like really like it does take a lot to like really make a home to be a homemaker it is it a is. big it's job. Work. It's actual work. It I mean, is, if you were to hire somebody takes to do time. those jobs, it would cost you a whole lot I know, lot like, of money. interior design is a job. Like, yeah. You get paid for that pretty well, usually. Like, Being a housekeeper and a chauffeur and like, a, you know, I know. hairdresser. Like, and it's a, yeah, just kind of strange to me. I don't know. I feel like I see a lot of people that are just like, you know, why should I have to cook and clean and whatever? It's like, because your wife also works full-time. Maybe you can split it. Maybe if she's cooking dinner, you can wash the dishes, do you think? Um, are your ear gauges bigger? No. You ask me this every time I see you, and mm-hmm. every time they're exactly the same size. I just don't like them. I wish you'd take them out. Okay, but no. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I have to say about schedules. Do you have anything more you'd like to add? Um, schedules and lists. Schedules. Love me a list. Write it down. You will forget. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have anything to add, really. I just feel like uh, there needs to be more notebook options in the world. I feel like there's not enough for me. <laughs> My stationary addiction. Yeah, there's never enough notebook <laughs> options. But hey, just to, to recap, there's 72 hours. You have 72 hours to do those things. So yeah, I remember, you can make uh, time. You can find time. You can, you know. I remember when I was like pretty little, maybe like nine or something, and uh, grandma said to me, Um, if you work eight hours and sleep eight hours and that leaves eight hours for fun and I always thought that was hilarious and it's always been stuck in my head (laughs) so I guess I'll leave you with that if you work for eight hours and you sleep for eight hours then that leaves eight hours for fun (laughs) excellent all right I guess that's it for us um oh email address what's our email address um the email address is adulting but not grown up at gmail.com and the instagram account that we have is adulting but not grown up that's all one word uh so you can you can find us there if you'd like to if you'd like to chat and hang out and whatever all right guess that's it have a lovely day yeah see y'all later